Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo, here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race, Race Down Under. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT podcast. Clank. Good morning. That's good. I think there was kind of a harmony we did there, Tom. I think we actually successfully harmonised then. By harmony, I mean that we were so off, but we were on. I think you, you <laughs> did the melody and I did the harmony, because I'm really, really good at finding harmonies. <laughs> you are but not. That's just my thing. Curtains up with the light shining bright. This, this is your key. key. <laughs> that's you. That's literally you. I just if, got the key then, if though. You were, if you are ever to go onto a show and you to harmonise, you would be Aquaria doing their... Well, they they just like because I've got such powerful rich. Works. It just like, works. I've got such a powerful rich voice. I'd be on lead vocals doing range. the melody anyway. You don't have the range. You don't have the range. I always I'm have sorry. the range. You don't I have, have the, the range. range. I'm sorry, my darling, but I do have the range. <laughs> I do. Everyone, welcome back. You know what we do? We review and we talk. We kiki. And we drink, one, guy, we drink, guy. and uh, we have fun. We do. We, we do have our fun, don't we? we? We do have our fun. I mean, we share it with you. So whatever you're doing <laughs> right now, whether you're walking, you're going for a jog, maybe you're cycling. Who was it? Lauren? Is it Lauren that was yeah. cycled? 16 miles or Ks, was Fantastic it? job, Lauren. Where, where yeah. are you coming for my gig? Where are, you trying, where are you trying to come for me? Yeah. And Charlie often says that this is her, her downtime, her like little slice of, you know, me time. There it is. Yeah. So if you're in the me time, then it's... Our time. Mm. Oh God, it sounds like one of those kids' It's together time, isn't it? It really it's, is. Yeah, it's us. Hi, how's it going? Hey. How's your week been? Tom, how's your week been, actually? Uh, busy, glad the weekend. I always say that. Oh, Tom, you do. Can you Can you like cheer up? I know, right? Can what you a, leave what the energy outside of the place, outside of the well, studio? Well, today we have a real situation on our hands because we've installed a new cat flap and the cat is refusing to use it. That, that, that little diva. She is. We spent money. We spent money, We spent... A lot of money, a lot of money, like equivalent to what the girls, you know, pay designers before they go Probably. onto the show. We spent a lot, and it's, it's a fancy, it's it's the high art. It detects her chip and everything. Yes, and, and you can control it through an app. I mean, we spent a lot of money and we had to change a whole new glass on the way. She's just sitting by it and meowing and demanding that we open the door, but not today. Not today. <laughs> just not this just week. Just not this week. Not this week. So, uh, no, yeah, that is kind of the situation. Mm-hmm. That's your week. Your week's been a cat flap. <laughs> well, how's your week been? You know, a cat flap. The cat flap. Tom. You don't want to hear about the rest of my week, frankly. <laughs> my week's been, because I, you know, I have to ask myself every week, Tom, because you never do. But my week's been. Uh, okay. Well, maybe I'm not interested. Did you ever think about that? <laughs> Here's an issue, huh? Here's something to consider. Maybe I don't want to know about your life. Maybe I just want a podcast and not have to talk about you. I'll tell you what I'm really enjoying, and I still am. I'm enjoying those damn scooters. Those voice oh, yeah, scooters. The voice. Hey, voice. And like when you when I this is what you have to do when you're on a scooter and you're um, scootering and you pass another person on a scooter, mm-hmm. you have to give the look. You have to give them the eyebrow raise and the yeah. slight sup, head upwards. Sup, do you do that? Boy. Do you do that? I'm too busy concentrating on the road, frankly, and <laughs> not being a menace. Mm, okay. Um, I don't know what your problem is this morning, Tom. <laughs> you're a bit angry. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost <laughs> like somebody got me all angry before I came yeah. on air. I don't know what you are. You, you've been a bit, a bit abrasive. You have a prickly mm. disposition mm. this morning. Just a prickly pear. My favourite thing I've done this week, actually, is I saw the Friends reunion. Mm. And I don't know if, if, if you guys will know this. 
because I think we reference it a lot. We love Friends. I love Friends. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching Friends. I had a drawer full of the VHS tapes. I remember buying them all secondhand. I just, I just remember watching all the time. And I think your your humor and your personality as the people that you grow up with mm-hmm. and who you surround yourself with, the family, friends, and obviously the shows. And I think a lot of my humor comes from Friends. My sense of humor comes from Friends. That comes from Golden Girls. Uh-huh. I, um, I, gosh, I, I think those those two. I, I can I can hear that definitely in in your sense of humor. For me, it was a lot more. But Friends is definitely a huge part. But like, I think a lot more of humor comes from like French and Saunders. They're a big part of the development. And I know you don't know them as well, uh, but a lot of our listeners will because they're absolute British comedy royalty. Captain Kim, Captain Kim, Captain Kim, Kim yeah. from there. Yeah. So yeah, so um, I just watching the reunion and seeing them all come together and reflect. It was emotional yeah. for me as well. It's very sweet. It's very feel sweet like because they became your family. Because mm. Friends is a time where your friends were your family, mm-hmm. and I think watching the show, I kind of like you find yourself. In one of the characters or a combination, yeah. and it be- that becomes you, and you kind of get so invested in it. Definitely, you grow to love them. Yeah, so um, it was so lovely to see them all come back and grown up and still close. Grown up because they were just kids last time we saw them. I don't know why Fred Chair appeared then. Um, I, I, what interested me was, I'm sure it wasn't performative. I, I felt like a lot of them were a lot like their characters. I think the characters were cast incredibly well and they kind of mentioned it as they went along because there was a lot of those people in the characters that were on the page. And I'm sure as they developed, they put more and more of themselves into it. Yeah. The two that I thought were definitely like the, the sparkliest personalities there who I would like to invite to a dinner party, and I'm sure they'll accept the invitation, were uh, Matt LeBlanc and Lisa Kudrow. I just thought they were so at ease and so themselves. Relaxed. Yeah. yeah they're just like, yeah, hey guys, very... Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think Ross... He, yeah, he, he gave off a lot more of a kind of like more serious vibe and he actually did do a bit of directing on the show didn't he Mm, i think he has stepped more into that production and direction kind of the one that kind of fell back or got lost in the midst was um chandler a lot of people have commented on matthew perry not being so present and we all we all know that he's had you know personal difficulties in the past and his drug addiction was really prominent during the show the poor guy was really going through it um, I, I hope he's I hope he's doing well. I and mean, I think maybe he is just, you know, when he's being himself, a bit more of an introverted character. Whereas Chandler is, I think, is he an extrovert or is he a bit of like an introvert extrovert? I don't know. He was just waiting for a one-liner opportunity. I just felt like the whole he time he was in. really, every time he found something sarcastic or funny to say, that's when he would speak. Yeah. So his comfort came from being sarcastic and funny, but he wasn't, he wasn't... Being, and everyone will know this, vulnerable. Yeah. Well, there he, was no vulnerable. people actually issued a statement because people were commenting on it so much. And apparently he'd had some recent dental work and he's in quite a lot of pain. I did notice that something was going on with the, I don't know, the way he was articulating. Something did strike me that he was probably uncomfortable. Well, that was one of my favourite things I did this week. And I really enjoyed watching it. And it was just a heartwarming experience. It was really nice, me. wasn't it? Nice Almost as heartwarming as the amazing review that we got. Oh, what a uh, segue. What, what a segue. <laughs> Almost as amazing. And, and it's from, and I have to say my favourite name. It was from Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> Anastasia Beaverhausen. That's how you have to say it as well. Mm. My name is Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> That's how you have Friend to say it. Friend of Regina Falange. Yes, you can't say Anastasia Beaverhausen. Mm. It's, you have to say it as though you're correcting someone. <laughs> no, it's Anastasia Beaverhausen from the <laughs> Netherlands. 
who says yin and yang. Tommy Bolo shot to the top of my preferred podcast. Yeah, Woo! Yeah, yeah. Recapping Drag Race with their infectious combination of references, fun, and performative insights. Together, they yin and yang their way through the struggles of the races, whereas Tom provides their fashion references and psychological insights. Psychological. And Bolo addresses the performative qualities. I love their infectious laughing and kindness <laughs> and honesty. Can't go without my G. Oh, my favorite bit of that is is the kindness bit because I do hope that we we approach the queens in a compassionate way. Well, I think we do. I don't. I don't think we. Oh, along. oh, a kindness towards the queens. Okay, cool. Because mm. I don't get any kindness from you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, where does this kindness come from? I don't. I don't see it. You get kindness from me in I, abundance. <laughs> I don't. No, not not seen it. Not felt it. So uh, <laughs> maybe it's maybe it is kindness towards the queens. I, I think we do do that. I think what we, we you know do, we're not we're not counselors. We're, we're not haters. No, we're none of that. We're none of that. We above all, we appreciate the queens, mm-hmm. and we look at ways to appreciate the art that they are displaying. Yeah, we look at ways of appreciating the art that they perform, mm-hmm. and then we kind of dissect and look at it through our lenses as mm. super fans, yes. as well as our lenses as um. Professional performers mm-hmm. and a professional psychologist. Psychiatrist, thank you. So, sorry. What's the di- Can I ask you, what's the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist? A psychiatrist has a medical degree. So it Tom, can, you know can what? You should have just. Tom put his nose up and said, psychiatrists get paid more. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Psychologists come from a background of not medical training, but training in psychology. These you have like a degree followed by a master's, followed by a PhD very often in psychology in order to become a clinical psychologist. They work very hard for a lot of years and they're a lot more specialized in psychological therapies than a psychiatrist. So wow. we, we complement each other. Well, we work boring. together. <laughs> Zoned out there. <laughs> yeah, okay, you can come back from your micro nap there. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, thank you, Anastasia Beaverhausen from the Netherlands. And if you would like to write us a review, please go ahead and do so. We'll give you a shout out. But you're actually doing us a it's great really favor. sweet review there. Thank you, Anastasia. Thank you very much, Anastasia Beaverhausen. I'm just picturing Karen Walker <laughs> in her furs. Could you imagine if it was? Oh, prob- probably is. Isn't I it? just, I love her. I love yeah. everything about Karen Walker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Will and Grace is another one that um, shaped my sense of humor. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Then, now, Tom, before we go on to the episode, I want to ask you: How do you feel about Drag Race Down Under at this point? I asked you last week, but has it changed? I guess. I guess since the main thing that's changed since last week is Maxie's gone uh, and Keita's got a win. So I'm going to miss Maxie. I think she's adorable. Going to buy one of her T-shirts I've spotted on her merch shop because um, she follows us on the Instagram. Yeah, you're And actually, she's really active. She's, she's really so nice. lovely. She always leaves comments and stuff. So thank you, Maxie. You're a love. I just thought she was like a lovely antidote to all the drama of the season. She was. She seems to be there to showcase her talent and perform. I think she was, she was judged quite harshly. Um, I, I like the fact that Keita's got a win because it puts her forward as a potential front runner now because she was kind of coasting, high coasting, but coasting beforehand. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, the, the Kiwi Queens, they've both got wins. They, they could be, you know, they, they could be heading for the top three. They should be heading to the top three because I guess I, all I, of the yeah. Aussies that we have there are like kind of full of drama. Listen, Art Simone, who... Well, first of all, I want to bring up Art Simone. I really feel that Art Simone is a victim oh, of bad production. I totally I agree. Wanna I want to say this. Not. What they should have done with Art Simone is mm-hmm. they should have done a Karen Walker. 
not Karen Walker. They should have done a Karen from finance where there are so many times that Karen from finance should have been in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And there was a time when Karen from finance lost the lip sync, yeah. but they kept her. They could have done that to Art Simone because had they done that to Art Simone, there wouldn't be so much of a backlash. Yeah. You know, the reason that people are hating on Art Simone so much right now is because mm-hmm. of the circumstances in which they brought her back. Fully agree. And the unfortunate joke, again, with all the race controversy in the show, exactly. she, was, she came back over two queens of color. And there was already like a, oh, this, yeah. so there, there was already so much race issues in mm-hmm. the cast. And then for them to bring back a, a white queen yeah. over two um, POC yeah. queens, given the climate of the, yeah. the actual show, it really left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. So last week, I really loved her look. Mm-hmm. I understood it. There was the references, cultural references, LGBT references, I mean, we as gay people, we get to choose our family. Said RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, I don't see their family resemblance. And I'm like, what family do you choose anyway? Mm-hmm. In life, this is it. It's, it's not a clone. I didn't like the queens who made replicas of outfits and said that, that yeah. that's not a drag family. I look nothing like... Me and my brothers are so <laughs> different. We are so different. I am so good looking, great body, <laughs> stunning eyes. And they just, you know, they exist. They're there. You, you and Rhea could be twins, though. Um. Yeah. My. Yeah. If I ever did drag, I know for a fact I'll look like my sister. Absolutely. She would. She would. She would. She would say, "Hell no." <laughs> like, I do not look like a drag queen. She would be very, very upset at that. But I know if I ever did drag, I'll look like my sister Maria. Like a complete, just building what you said there. The whole thing with ads, but people have been saying online, oh, "There's no family member that should have been in the bottom." It's, it boggles my mind that people would say that when she was clearly drawing upon Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. They had such a strong aesthetic that clearly came from the same universe the same family they were just sisters not twins there it, it is absolutely mind-boggling anybody would say that to me and she did and also everybody loved saying because obviously the edit made it look like she was neglecting her sister um but like when her sister came out on the runway her makeup was just as good as arts yeah. she clearly spent just as much time doing her mug and uh, you know art for a, a, a photo shoot of them together art flew her sister out from New Zealand to Australia to do a photo shoot. Oh, I mean, like, first, first of all, put that finger down because I am not one of the people. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, why are you? Yeah, I dissociated I, a bit yeah. then, and it's like you were the toxic um, fandom. So because we're not on YouTube yet, I want to let you all know that Tom was pointing his finger at me. <laughs> and by the way, and this, and then she did this. I'm like, excuse me, I'm on your side, okay? Yeah, you're full of something today. I don't know what your problem is. It's called Nespresso Martini. So, uh, yeah, so. I think the Artemis is a victim of production because yeah. she actually has been doing well since she came back. But because yeah. people aren't happy that she came back and the circumstances, they're looking at so many. They're looking at every way of bringing her back down. Yeah. So I mean, she's, she's the returning queen with the best success so far. Yeah. She has outlast the the other one who was uh, had done the best was Trixie in season seven, and she's outlasted her. Now let's look at the girls who are left. We've got the Australian girls have. Like, for me, the Australian girls, there's no way they should win because Scarlett Adams' controversy, Karen for Finance uh, controversy, and Art Simone, she Karen's returned and she shouldn't have been. Also, yes, don't get me started with Karen because every time, every time someone talks about it, it makes me... Again, she is a victim of production as well because she's not the one that chooses to stay. They yeah. choose to keep her. 
But she is... I don't understand why... Karen would have more people behind her if she'd left earlier. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. I agree. Now, ketamine and electroshock are the only untainted queens left. (laughs) So, in my (laughs) mind, it looks to me like a Kiwi is going to win and I'm all for it. It would be amazing. I would love to see Electra or ketamine win. Electra's got that underdog um, thing going on. And Keita, again, like she's similar to Maxi. She's kind of like relatively uh, drama free. Seems like a sweet, but you know, fun and shady queen. Uh, I love her looks. She's done really solid performances. She's never been in the bottom two. She's got a win under her belt now. She's as eligible as, as Karen. Mm. Far more eligible, if you ask Far me. Far more. Everyone... But I mean, if you look strictly at track record, she actually has the second best track record. Scarlet has more wins than her, but then Scarlet has been in the bottom once and yeah. Keith has never been in the bottom two. So Scarlet's got two wins in one bottom. Ketamine's got one win and zero bottoms. Karen from Finance has one win and one bottom. Electra has one win, but two bottoms and nothing for... Grin- <laughs> <laughs> and, and nothing for Gretchen winners. I mean, sorry, uh, poor Art Simone's not won anything, and she's actually she's got no wins and one elimination. She's I mean, actually girl, been home <laughs> and come back. Ooh. But she hasn't been in the bottom two. It's since not she easy. Came back. It's not easy. Not easy. It's not easy. No. Tom, I want to get into the episode. Let's go. And we're back. We're back. So uh, let's talk about what we've seen so far. We've discovered that this episode is going to be a talent show. A talent show. When have they ever had a talent show in a non-all-stars? They Never. haven't, and they comment on that. Um, it's a standard thing in all all-stars seasons. We've never seen anything in a standard or international season, to my knowledge, Still haven't seen Thailand, unfortunately. That might be the exception. But in all the others, no. It's just not done. It's just Mm. not done. It's not the done thing. So this is interesting because the other thing that interests me is the girls kind of express surprise and say, oh, they're not going to do a talent show. They must have... For them to bring the right thing. Oh my god, a talent show! I don't have anything. Oh, what, oh my god, I, ha- I, I, I have no talent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. where did all this kit for a magician <laughs> exactly, come from? Exactly. Exactly. Where did yeah. I get these fire sticks from? I don't know how <laughs> they ended up in my suitcase. <laughs> they kind of knew something. I mean, a lot of the times, the what they're asked to prepare is vague. Like mm. last week. Um, the category was family resemblance, uh-huh. but that isn't what they were given on the call sheet. It was something else. Well, they, they'll have known that that's for a makeover challenge. Yeah, but, Definitely. but yeah, so but that it wasn't the family resemblance was not what they were given. They were given something else. Art Simone was saying family resemblance. I think mm-hmm. someone was coming from on Twitter, mm-hmm. and as as we have a Twitter page, oh, we do. Um, please we follow do. us if you don't. Run by Paolo very yes. professionally. Um, really bad actually. Like our Instagram is run amazing. Twitter no. is just like I don't know how to do it. A lot of the times it's just like I'm like, hey, do ever set up? I'm like, <laughs> how do I engage? But your Instagram is like bad. Damn. Oh no! Come no, on, please. references. Enough praise for one day, honestly. <laughs> oh. Too much, too much. Keep going, but <laughs> stop. Um, yeah, um, a bit more, but less. <laughs> Get out of the box, but stay in it. So you know, more but less. Yeah. Bigger but smaller. Yeah. Think outside the box. We might be really it. colourful, but also black and white. <laughs> yeah. Think mono, but colourful and vibrant. Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? Uh, we talked about talent <laughs> shows no, and we... art said on Twitter. Oh, art said someone was saying that how did art, how is art safe? And art was saying family resemblance is what they told us on the day, but mm. their course, the course, the card given to us to prepare was something else. Can I just say as well, um, Judge as a Ho, who's actually releasing amazing looks week on week. Like, if she'd stayed, her looks w- would have gotten better and better. She also would have done a Priscilla reference 
Mm. I mean, it's so endemic. You know, it's such an amazing, influential film. And it's just like, clearly, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Drawing on iconic moments, LGBT in Australia and Mm. from your hometown. Mm -hmm. So we love that. So, talent shows. Tell me. Now, we've seen them nearly every All-Stars season. What have been your favorite performances? First of all, we have to go to Gia Gunn's Kabuki. We do have to go straight there, please. Because she was robbed. How did she and not win that and episode? It's, and it's moments like even the girls, even the girls in All Stars in that season were saying, yeah, she was Jasmine's robbed. talking head was like, wow, that was like magic to me. It was amazing. It was perfection. I mean, it's moments like these where you realize the show has an agenda. It's, it's yeah. like, they're like, oh, you weren't supposed to be that good. Um, it was amazing because it, it was educational. It was cultural. It was Gia's own spin on it. And it was such a contrast to like her her workroom persona as well. Because she went, Gia was determined to get, she's been open about it. She determined to get screen time. So she went in there with the, the kind of like, I'm going to stir things up agenda. But it was such a contrast to see her being so elegant and poised. I think she went in there with that agenda, but I think it elevated the minute that she wasn't what at was going least on. on the top. When yeah. she was like, okay, there's something happening here. Then she was like, if it, I want to do whatever I Absolutely. want because I'm not made for the season. Mm-hmm. I'm a fellow queen. She, I think she confirmed I'm a fellow queen, so just do whatever I can while I'm here. Mm-hmm. But Gia Gunn's Kabuki is golden and was is forever robbed. I think of things like Manila and her art I painting. Love, I was, I've got it written here. It's like oh, one mind. It's like one got, mind. Man, why do you have to write things down, Tom? This is me in top of my head. I'm just... There was a preview. There was a talent show last um, week. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a talent show. Like dancing. Um, <laughs> we saw I'm the preview, natural. darling. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kennedy Davenport. Oh, and, so good. I mean, the, the box. It's not, it's not just the fact that she did a cartwood onto a box. It's Wait. the whole performance. She is every. She makes every single on that stage. Every single second on that stage counts. Which our niece can replicate, actually. Cartwheel onto the sofa. She kicks. She splits. <laughs> she. The, oh my gosh. She is. She is a firecracker on stage. She is an explosive performer. She. You cannot not look She's at so her. So good. She's got that freestyle thing going on, hasn't she? The thing is, like, I do get a bit bored of either. You know. What do we call it? Kind of like a, a, a dancing lip sync performance because a lot of the girls do that or like perform their latest track kind of thing. I'm over there. Yeah, I don't like Kennedy that. is just the exception because she's so good. Um, I, I like I like unique performances. So I, I loved Thorgy's um, violin okay. as well into the one-handed cartwheel. And it was it was like a little burst of something different. I've got a real soft spot for Thorgy anyway. Yeah. Um, so any... And so, yeah, like... I mean, we, so we can't look past the, the same part. Oh, the same part. Spoken, Spoken word. Spoken word. Beat poetry. When, when's that ever been done on Drag the Race? The same part. The same part. The same part. Burlesque performances tend to do quite well. Roxy. Oh, and my my Bendler all time Cram. my all time favorite. People hating on the colors. <laughs> <laughs> they try to drag you under. Some of the best dance moves I've I mean, seen sorry, on Drag Race. That sounded too good for what Monet actually sung. I was I was trying to sound bad. I'm not gonna lie. Um, undercover. I was trying to lose. Uh, I was trying to make my voice crack, but like, <laughs> I, it's I just can't. not possible because yeah. your voice is like velvet. Say crack again. Crack. <laughs> there is also every single I'm robbing this from a meme that we saw recently every single fashion girl who goes on that does basically that SNL skit of the Real Housewives single of oh like, my god did anyone just say fashion pure white, white couches limos fashion Versace anyone... 
Gucci. Did anyone Did... else say fashion? <laughs> I, I think I already said fashion. I love that. Go check out that on YouTube, guys. Chris and Wiggs. Chris and Wiggs. Mm. Um, I mean, that is exact. Every that is every fashion queen <laughs> talent performance. Milk. Um, Naomi Small. Girl, your talent can't be Velcro. <laughs> Trixie's another good one. She did like uh, no, that was really boring. I'm sorry. I don't know. I like you know who's ever played the auto harp on stage. Before? Yeah, but it was boring. Just because you did something new doesn't mean it's fun and exciting. No, that's what interests me. Doing something different. Well, boring. Boring interests you. Okay. <laughs> well, work. Um, you can keep your Trixie hate to yourself. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it wasn't exciting. It was boring. No, I sense your agenda. I mean, she could have played that at a funeral, and it still would have been boring. I mean, I'm just. I don't know how you can be oh, exciting. No. Oh, Katya's gymnastics was great as well. That's no, it wasn't. There was nothing like. I didn't see any Simone Biles. No, it was boring. Back it up. Back it up, baby. Uh, with Aja, her Aja. Remember, she. Is she, she gonna jump? Is she from gonna there? jump from there? Is she gonna jump. From oh my god, Vergen is sewing right now. We're also. There? We'll be treated to another All Stars talent show very soon with All Stars Six. They've already hinted in the trailer that it's obviously. I do want to say this. I know that I hate when queens go in there and perform their own singles. I think it's just like oh, okay, it's not it's not a concert, babes. Brown counts done in. Yeah, I tell you what I do like. Um, Alaska's. I'm as good as I can be. Again, it was something a bit different because she wasn't like it was almost like she was parodying yeah. the drag queen single thing and she was making fun of it and making light of it, which is what Alaska does perfectly. What other favourites do you have? These are the only ones that come to my mind. Um, you, you've named Jira Manila were up there, Thorgy, um, the best dancers we've kind of named as well. I mean, well. Latrice's flags. That was good. You know, they filmed that twice and she dropped she it dropped the first it, time. Yeah. But they wanted to keep pheromones. They wanted to keep for... pheromones oh, for. no. Again, agendas, guys. Agenda. Yeah, Agenda. It's, it's been reported several, several times. They they filmed it twice. They kept in uh, um, Asia. Because they're in the same season. Farah's bad moment. They cut out Latrice's bad moment. So... My question is, for Monet Exchange, does she crack both times? <laughs> like, girl, was it the best of both? Monet will tell best you that that, that was a perfect us. performance. So <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. She couldn't mention anything. My close personal friend, Monet Exchange. So let's look at these queens here. These queens here are doing a talent show. And what we're seeing is the Art Simone, what's her talent? Stuffing things in her mouth? <laughs> We never really find out, I'm going to say. We're going to f- find out in a minute when we watch the actual talent show. Karen from Finance is having a, a dilemma. Uh, she, she, it looks like she can't balance her books. She's really, really stressed. <laughs> She's like, what's happening? I don't know. Like balloon animals. Balloon animals, but you want me to be sexy? I mean, I don't get it. What was her conundrum? I think RuPaul created a conundrum for her, uh, just for... Just for shits and giggles, frankly. Yeah. So she goes in and says, I'm going to do balloon animals. And it, like it's kind of in keeping with her like fun and campy persona. And he's like, no, no, you should be sexy. Yeah, yeah, you're a stripper now. Okay, Karen? And she's like, well, please, I don't really understand. You're Karen from the corner. <laughs> That's your new drag name. The only, Thank you. <laughs> ain't no romance without finance. That's yes. the finance you are now. We've chosen the track for you. <laughs> <laughs> and Alyssa Edwards is here to give you a demonstration oh, on how to lip sync to that. Such a good lip sync. Kidamine is going to do magic. And every time I think of magic, I think of Nina West. Magic. Magic. Nina was fabulous magic. in that challenge. That was amazing. Yeah. 
Um, Scarlett Adams is doing pole dancing. And I will say... Please, let it be... Shea Coulee, I was, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Yeah. But your all-stars performance, her all-stars talent, which was the... It was pole her dancing. own single with pole boring. dancing. I think the problem was she was trying to. She only learned how to pole dance a few weeks before. It's like Shay, come off! You're so amazing. You know what? Don't for, do that, girl. For a lot of these things like pole dancing, gymnastics, and and like ah, tap dancing, you can't just take a quick course in how to do things uh-uh. and then expect to do an amazing performance. People do pole dancing for months, years yeah. to perfect it. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going on drag race in, uh, in a month. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a few lessons. No, because even though you think that it's amazing, the other people who have an eye for that, people have an eye for what it should look like. And when you don't deliver, mm-hmm. it's... It's boring. I will say from what I, I'm no expert on dance and we'll see the final product. But minute, I but am. You are, I, I thought the shapes that she was pulling, she was showing like amazing body tension and, and all sorts. And it just looked right to me what she was doing in the workroom. Who? Scarlet? Yeah, yeah. She looked... I mean, yeah. I mean, we haven't really seen what they do, but we will see them when we look at the Maxi stage. No, Electra's doing dance. I mean, I mean, I could have put a bit. That she was going to do dance. About I mean, some... it wasn't going to be a YouTube makeup tutorial, was it? <laughs> no. But she's talking about doing something a bit different with her dance. It seems like it's going to be some sort of contrast to what Scarlett's doing. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, yeah, different in dance. I mean, and current... different to what people usually do. So I think when, when she says different, she means I'm not going to be doing fierce, voguing, yeah. shablam, shablam, cartwheel onto a platform, a death drop off the platform. I think she's thinking <laughs> it's either going to be ballet, it's either going to be jazz, contemporary, lyrical. It's going to be something that has not been done in drag. Because I, I'd like to see her do the Charleston. The Charleston. Or the Chattanooga choo-choo. You know, a modern dance like that. Excuse your mouth? The Chattanooga Choo Choo. Tom, please. No, it's not that kind of show. <laughs> it's, the, it's an old style dance. I, I don't. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. No, that's it. I, I think oh, they have a, a Raven snatched. Holy smack, Raven! That tapeworm is working for her. What, that's all she's eating. But it looks <laughs> I mean, like a tape. I, well, she, I like her makeup is stunning. I love her in her flat end Ronald McDonald wig. Uh, she is like her you skin know, is glowing it must be body makeup it really must they must it, it must be some like the effect that they usually give RuPaul because let's be honest when RuPaul's on camera there's a there's a, there's a filter I, mm. I, I don't this is me speculating but I don't believe that there is no no like there is a filter on camera on the camera that touches RuPaul there has to be. They bring back the season one filter. Every yeah, time report she has a filter. I mean, and I think they kind of maybe used it on Raven because, um, oh my gosh, she's looking so good. She is so looking good. skinty. Um, she is looking. She's tan. got great. She's got great presence as well, Raven. She's she's like a really good drag queen. She's just fantastic. Um, Electra fuller in a way with Raven. <laughs> she's not a judge, girl. No, she's not a judge. She's just enjoying herself. But you know, she can whisper into RuPaul's ear while she's doing her That's, makeup. I think that's that the thought process. Yeah, She'll yeah, be yeah. like, you know, while she's doing RuPaul's makeup, oh my gosh, the Electra is such a, I'm a star power X Factor. Now, Keita said something, um, and I've heard you use this phrase before. Tell me about tall poppy syndrome. Is there not a thing here? Is you told me the phrase. You've never heard of it? I'd heard of, um, I think it's a Japanese phrase, the nail that sticks up will be knocked down. 
Okay. Um, so in New Zealand, mm-hmm. there's a phrase that we, I think, I think in Australia as well, tall poppy syndrome, which means um, all the poppies mm-hmm. uh, are the same height, but there's one poppy that grows faster and it's taller. And tall poppy syndrome is when you cut down that poppy mm-hmm. to make sure that they're all the same size. Basically, you don't want to be too much. You don't want to be a show off. Mm-hmm. It's a way to humble everyone, which is why I feel the culture in New Zealand is that, you know, you're as good as everyone else and everyone else is the same and don't think that you're better than anyone because tall poppy syndrome is very real in New Zealand. Can I ask a question? Yeah. How did you emerge from New Zealand? If that's the culture in New Zealand. Um... I don't understand the question. <laughs> and I shan't, I shan't dignify it with I the response. Yeah, I don't understand the question and I won't dignify it with the response. <laughs> Thank you. I will say my feeling about art this week. She's getting. I mean, isn't it a... telling that I came to the UK? Yeah. <laughs> Art's getting a bit of a goofy edit this week. The her repartee with Rue was edited to sound really flat and like Rue wasn't responding to it. Um, she's getting a little bit of storyline. Makes me worry about art going into this episode. Well, it's still art Simone drag race. She's still looking at the camera. I, I love she's still that breaking. about it though. It's, it's, still, it's all about art Simone. Hi guys, hi guys. Look at me, look at me. I want to do something really, really funny. Come, uh-huh. come, come. Wait for it, wait for it. It's going to happen. It's gonna, don't, don't, don't go away. It's going to happen. <laughs> guys, you want a good reaction shot? <laughs> that's what she's doing. Watch me. Oh. <laughs> I, I think that's really cute. I think I think she's um, it's actually quite endearing because it's a bit goofy. Um, and th- there's a bit of a drama around the, the show order as well, because Scarlett really wants to go last, but Keita gave a little bit of favour to her sister Electra. And Scarlett's like, why? I asked to be pop last. Why? She makes and a bit then, of a big deal about it, I like Keita. Keita's like, well, first of all, I thought about me, then yep. I thought about my sister, and then all of you guys came after. <laughs> yeah. What else did you expect? <laughs> yeah. Keita. Exactly. It's like, why on Scarlett you, girl? surprised? Scarlett, why do you think I would put you above my sister? I mean, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so and then we're in the workroom and Karen's putting on her makeup and she's reminding me of Willem the episode that Willem got eliminated and somebody hit the counter and she said don't hit the counter when I'm doing liquid and she's doing her eyeliner yeah everyone's like ooh Karen, everyone tiptoe around Willem Karen is stressed it's because Ru Karen told us put on those hipper boots well you know yeah okay <laughs> but also it's because she's not been delivering she doesn't look for, I want to say this when Gigi Good mm-hmm. was pressed by RuPaul mm-hmm. to not, she was really like for the snatch game. She's yeah. like, no, she basically yeah. RuPaul was like, I don't think you should do that. And she mm. goes, I understand your concerns, but they're not my concerns. I think she, that she, is, I do not a, share those concerns. Yeah, that's a drag queen. A drag queen mm-hmm. is like, no, 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 what I think is more than what you should think. I, what's your name again? RuPaul. How do you spell that? Gigi, that who's again? like what twenty two or something. Exactly. Yeah. So. I was like, I know what you feel, but I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the presence you need. You need to know who you are. Karen was rocked at the smallest hint from Raven and RuPaul. Yeah. The littlest hint. And she's, now she's like, okay, I've got to change everything. I've got to change who I am. And because I want to change <laughs> yeah. my whole act. It was I like mean, a casual suggestion. It's like, I'd like you to maybe consider changing your entire aesthetic for this act that's supposed to define you as an artist. Um, so do with that what you will. Yeah, I'm now Kevin from the block. <laughs> I've changed that. Are you happy? Do you that, love me? That's all. That's it. So she, I don't, I mean, does she even know? Tom, Sorry, really? It's my notebook. Sorry. Notes. Sorry. Notes. Notes. Sorry. Really? Notes for this podcast, Tom. It should flow from you like wine. <laughs> you know how that flows. Fine. Wine flows into me, not from me. Thank you. I stand corrected. <laughs> 
Uh, what I'm saying is that I think Karen's getting pressed because I don't think she's confident at all. She's rattled at this she's stage because she knows rattled. she's not doing well. And now she's just trying to be a people pleaser. That's her all over. She's got a very, very, like, there's this... It's uh, no longer about me trying to be the best me. It's about me trying to be the best person you want me to be. Yeah. Oh, you want me to be a hooker? Okay, now I'm going to be a hooker. I think I think Karen probably is quite a, from what I can tell, quite a sweet, people-pleasing person. But I, th- I think she is very, very careful about what she says on camera and the way that she interacts with people. It's almost like, you know, that sent that thing Minnesota Nice that they have in the American Midwest where, and it's a bit of a Canadian thing as well, you just kind of like, you're not really supposed to be assertive or aggressive or unpleasant to people. You have to be very, very nice to people. And it sometimes comes out as passive aggression. I, I think... You mean passive aggressive? You mean passive aggressive? Jumbos! <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom. I, I, think, I think Karen has that quality to her. I think everything she says is very, very carefully said. I think she's very, very careful to come across on camera as a nice person. I'm not doubting that she is a nice person. But even when she was angry a minute ago, she really wanted everybody to Apologetic, shut up. yeah. She was very kind of like, I just want to focus on my makeup. And then Art kept on going, yeah. Just tell us how you fail. I want you to shut up, please. It's very yeah, that. Right. Look, this is what I want to see. Art Simone, I really want you to... You need to be a stand-up because everyone's not happy you're here. Can you prove to us why you needed to be here and why you should never have left? I, I think so this be, is last chance loom for Art. And they're, they're, they're framing it as being quite a risky performance. That's the, the frame they're giving it. Karen for finance, what I want to see is confidence. I want to see why you're so popular because mm. can we all be honest... None of us knows why, besides the fact that you had a reputation for coming in. Can and you? That's based can on you le- a witty name. Can you let me know why you have mm-hmm. a reputation? Because I ain't seen anything yeah. from Kida. I just want Kida to keep going on this upward trajectory. I want Kida mean to just, just keep giving us her because that's working. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I'm not worried about Kita this episode. I think she's solid. Scarlett Adams. I I really want to see. Scarlett Adams is a lecturer. I really want to see two amazing dance performers. And I also want to see um, one of you come out as the alpha dancer. Because mm. you're, whenever there's another performer that that is in the same genre, mm-hmm. there has to be only one winner. That and I, I want to see it here in this Helen show. Yeah. I want you to give me everything that you want that you can give in the pole dance, Scarlett. And Electra, I want you to show us why you had... Like, for me, I know Electra... Before the show, I knew her. I know her personally. Mm-hmm. I know her when she was a dance teacher owning a company. Mm-hmm. And I've seen her live um, in New Zealand many a times. Mm-hmm. So I really want you to kind of display that and tell everyone, yeah, okay, maybe my name's not big in drag, mm-hmm. but my name is big full stop. Yeah. And this is why. And this is what I want people to know. I want Alexa to show us why she's on the show. I feel like you're rooting for her this episode. I'm always rooting for my Kiwi girls. There's always going to be a bias. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. That's it. My tall people, tall poppies grow with me. <laughs> I want you to grow. Come up. And so, with that, should we watch the talent? Let's go. Look, we're looking at the Mexi stage lip sync talent performances. No, just the talent performances. <laughs> we're going to break it down girl by girl, girl queen by, girl. by queen, performance by performance. Opening the show is Karen from Finance. Let's talk. Well, she came out kind of like doing this kind of like bondage burlesque kind of thing. Uh, clearly like doing this like camp, but it's reminiscent of Ben Creme in her burlesque performance. Do you remember because it was really comedic? 
Um, and then she like to kind of walked really elaborately down the stage, did a few slut drops, and then did as a balloon dog, and that was it. You've you've summed it up. <laughs> Have I left anything out? No, you actually you. Gave a bit too much detail. <laughs> I think you went on longer than you should have. I went. I spoke longer than the performance. You went on. you did. Like you know, she's. Uh, we're on the next act already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Karen. I mean, balloon animals is a talent. Um, I would have liked to have seen more than one, and I would imagine this had to be heavily edited because it takes more than just a few seconds to do a balloon dog, right? Could we do something a bit more elaborate? Can we have an octopus. Can we have a giraffe? Like, can we have an amphibious landing craft? We've all seen per- a person whip out a dog on Drag Race. I thought we were going to whip out, I don't know, a, a well-hung Italian, you know? <laughs> that's, like, that's such a good idea. Why not go for, like, some silly, sexy, dirty yeah. things? Like, oh, my God, I'm Karen, go. I'm Karen after hours. I'm Karen out of the... Like, you know, like, everyone everyone always knows Karen from finance, yeah. but then after hours, out of the office. What that's is she really like? And then she could have gave something... Slutty, something that's the opposite of accounting or we finance. See, we see, we see dog balloon animals I at see children's dog. parties. Exactly, and it's, and I'm like, okay, maybe she's gonna do a dog, and then something else, and it's gonna be something, you know, something, something silly and dirty. And it was that. That was it. She came out and she made a dog balloon animal, and she was off stage. What happened was she thought she was taking on Rue's advice by putting on that cat suit with the bondage element and took it no further and didn't integrate it into the act that's what happened it was there was a complete disconnect disconnect yeah 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 so she just changed her outfit to look slutty and then she made a dog so karen so far you're in karen's in the bottom <laughs> karen's in the bottom um, um i there's nothing more to say i have to look in all honesty there was nothing else to say she walked out and she made a balloon dog and she and she's done. I'll say the body looked right. It was nice to see her show off the body that, that she's put together. The the contours and everything looked fantastic. And I thought it was a good look on her. It was interesting and it was nice. It's nice. The difference in the usual is nice. If someone was to go, hey, what's your talent? Tell me what your biggest talent is. And your answer is, I can make a balloon dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, stick to accounting, babes. Yeah. Let's move on. Because next we have Art Simone and her talent is eating. Um, I think, to me, this just made me think of less a talent, more a party trick. You know, when people say, like, I can put my whole fist in my mouth. It was like a really elaborate way of doing that. Can I be honest? Someone told me, oh, my God, I never knew that was a party trick. I was at a party one time and they're like, they can put their whole fist in their mouth. And then everyone's like, whoa. And I was like, is that a thing? Because yeah. I could do it. And it was like, I never thought that was... I think it's supposed to be a bit of a kind of like an allusion to like, if I can put my whole fist in my mouth, imagine what else I can put in my mouth. Yeah, like you know? bigger pies and bigger pizza. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I can do this because I'm, a, I'm an eater. You're I'm an eater. eater. I'm an eater. I'm an eater, Tom. You can't put two non-eaters together. You've got to put it with an eater. <laughs> I'm an eater. So um, uh, and it was, it was like, well, I've seen people tell me about like when I swallow the gag thing. I, everyone in my family has no because like we eat and it's like it's, it's you're just, eaters we, we, we're eaters <laughs> so like we put so much food in our mouth we have no gag reflex and I, everyone makes it seem like it's a trick and I'm like it's not a trick it's survival if you don't eat fast <laughs> if you don't eat in our family you don't you eat, eat at all I mean this was I live with Monica <laughs> if you don't eat fast you, you don't eat. eat 
I'd say, like, in contrast to Karen's, she did it with more conviction and more comedic flourishes, and she did get a laugh because she had the whole, oh, empty plate, I'm going to put my fist in my mouth kind of thing. I don't understand how it links to a concept of it being a commentary on the media. That's lost on me, probably because I'm stupid. Commentary on the media? That's what she said when she was talking to RuPaul. It was a performance art piece about putting things in your mouth that's a commentary on the media. That's what she said. Huh. Um, I'm like, is this one of those, like, in English... The reason why the curtain was blue was because it represented <laughs> the depression and how blue she yes, felt on the yes, inside being yes. trapped behind the curtain. And yet the velvet of the curtain represented opulence, <laughs> you know? Is this, is this what she means? Is this kind of what she's going for? I mean, she is, So this is a talk on the media. So the media yeah. is in my hands and I'm actually shutting it up. I'm putting it in my no, mouth. Because you were talking about people on social media five minutes ago and, and that awful story about the death threats and all sorts. But she's saying, shut up, social media. Yeah. Yeah. You're the mouth and my Put fist Put a cork is, in is it, it or a fist <laughs> or a pie. Maybe a lamington. Is that what lamington. she is? That's what she ate. Is she oh, a pie? I just wrote coconut cake. And then she wrote a lamington. It's a bit... Oh, okay. Maybe this sort of thing in, in New Zealand. Lamingtons are a big thing oh, in Australia. Thank you for the educational moment. So, I mean, to me, she's a step above Karen. I'll but... tell you why. Because her performative... Um, uh, the performance yeah. element of the production was bigger. More conviction. It was more convincing. Yeah. yeah. She she was more invested in selling the performance. Do you know what I mean? I love that beautiful blue starry gown she was wearing as well. She looked stunning. And she believed it was funny. She believed mm. that it was good. So that's it. So she's in... So Art Simone, you're doing okay. She's in lead position at the you're moment. You're entertaining. You're doing well so far. You have the lead. What about our Kiwi Queen, Kilamine? That <laughs> I love that as a tagline. Thank you. Uh, fantastic. I, you know what? I bet there's magicians out there yeah. who watch it going, oh my God, really? This <laughs> basic 101? But me and you were like, wow! Oh my God, it's oh for a different God. outfit. It was amazing. She changed, she did that so fast. <laughs> she changed that quickly. Wow. I was, I was, I was, I, look, she sold it to me. I was like, oh was my God. I was amazing. entertained. I would have thrown money at her. There was a, it was a different dress. Three different dresses. It was great. I, I love how the edit as well suggested a bit of a lag. And the, 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 like, it was almost like Rue and Michelle and Reese were like rolling their eyes a little bit. But then they were entertained and they applauded. And Rue, even Rue said, how did, how did she, she do, do that? that? I was thinking, how the hell did she do that? We I know, was really impressed. With, for Rue, obviously, it takes a team of about 10 people to get her dressed over four hours. She doesn't so understand keep, the doing concept. a quick change is absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah, she, this is, that's magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is... Yeah. She can't. She can't yeah, comprehend, can absolutely. she? Absolutely. I love the. I love. I love the way she. She didn't just walk out. She strutted out. She did, and she did like little there dance moves. It was lovely and, confidence. Yeah. She walked out like I'm. You guys don't even know. You, you don't, don't even, even know. know. You don't like magic. I want right. to make you love magic. Okay. You're gonna hire me, room. You're gonna hire me. Absolutely. For your bat mitzvah. <laughs> imagine if she'd been on one of those like three and one runways or a reveal runway or something. Wow. Could it's you imagine yeah. that? Would be. Like a game changer uh-huh. if the category was reveals and her oh, reveal totally. was done in magic. Uh-huh. Done. So good. Period. Full stop. Over. So good. So that's it. At the moment, she's winning for me. She's got the top she, points for me. She's got pole position at the moment. Confidence, performance. It's just she had it all. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Now, Scarlett Adams, I'll let you go first. Talk to me about what you saw and what you think. I think this is really impressive performance. Um, I thought she she exhibited a huge amount of talent here. I will say, 
like, given the trajectory of Scarlet through the show, I think this is the first time I've been, like, proper, proper impressed with her. Um, and I, I I thought she was fantastic. What what she showed off was really amazing. I don't know the names of these moves, but, like, Butterfly was in there, maybe? And um, that really interesting, like... Like a cone. Like a cone. Yeah, there was Kira's cocoon, and then Scarlet did a butterfly. Um, and the kind of, like, interesting walking thing that I don't ever recall seeing before. Um, I liked her androgynous kind of fetish look. It was it was all really great. I I want to say that, first of all, I heard the walk to the pole was, you know, the introduction, how she walked up to the pole. I was just she like... Really <laughs> smug look on her face. <laughs> it's like that look like, I want to do something amazing. I, love, I thought it was really, really funny, but cute. Now, she started off with a nice attitude to a side arabesque, and then she just went into pole dancing. Mm-hmm. And that's where, I you know, that's where my technique goes, because I don't know <laughs> pole dancing, but I still, I've seen a lot of pole dancing. Mm-hmm. And I've done a few pole dancing classes, oh. so yeah. So Get it's you. so I can tell you why well, you know, <laughs> grinder in London. <laughs> you know, you need to know how to handle a pole, Tom. I tell you that. <laughs> so I I actually really enjoyed it. Now because it's dance, I can be a bit more critical because I, I do have an eye for uh, movements, for shapes, and for technique. What I want you to know is that when it comes to a pole, it's everything has to look effortless. And when you see someone doing the splits, for example, a normal split, it's like, wow, what a display of flexibility. When you see someone do the split or a split movement on the pole, it's not just flexibility, it's strength. Yes. Because you're holding yourself so much with your upper body yeah. and then you're using your lower body to be flexible, but you're still using your upper body to hold out the split. Mm-hmm. So it's even more impressive yeah. on, on the pole. I loved the shapes that she drew. I loved every single stunt that she did. All the tricks were good. Again, the the attempt, the goal is to make everything look effortless. Yeah. Like, you should think, I can do that. Because there's no sign of struggle. I did see a, sometimes a few bits of... I'm really, really holding yeah. on. Yeah, I can but, see that. She also managed to do bits of lip syncing in between yeah, that like, helped convey a sense of effortlessness, I think. I didn't see that, but okay. She but, did. She was lip syncing onto so the there was like a lot of like a lot of tension being shown on her face, mm-hmm. which is where you don't want anything to show. Your body uh, yeah. your body can hold you your body can show tension and strength, but your face should be as if you just woke up. Like yeah. oh, you know, like a prince just kissed you awake from a thousand years sleep. That's how you should wake up. Like, oh I just woke up and everything is so easy. Because <laughs> I guess her we're trans- thinking of the, the roots of pole dancing being in, you know, straight strip clubs really, isn't it? Um, or burlesque performances. There should be like an effortless sensuality. It's effortless and sensual, yes. So her transitions to like, I loved every single stunt. Like, wow, from the split sideways to the split on the pole to the to this um the side open box split. Like mm-hmm. everything was amazing, but the transitions to each of them didn't look effortless. And there are times there also a lot of editing between the transitions. I'm not I, trying to take away her, anything from her because I think it was a fantastic performance, but moving between from one to the other, there was often an edit there. They cut to the judges and come, cut back to her and she's in a different position. Okay. Well, the walk around that you saw, I loved it. It's an, it's an amazing trick, but it didn't look effortless. It yeah. didn't look like she was floating on air and walking mm-hmm. on air. 
little little things that I'm picking on because I can see it. But to take to take a step back and just appreciate the performance, it was amazing. It's very, She's very good. really good for this to be her first time performing. Paul, I can't. Did she be- say that? Yeah, she I don't believe best- it. She, I don't believe it. But I mean, I take it for what she said. She was amazing. Shea Kool Aid, take take notes. <laughs> Shea Kool Aid, take <laughs> notes, please, because this is what a pole dance on Drag Race should always look like. It was great. I loved it. I think she's a star. And on to our last performer, Electra. Now, uh, this was a contemporary mm-hmm. slash maybe lyrical dance that yeah. she performed. And let me go first. I thought that <laughs> watching it was it was a breath of fresh air. Yes, it I agree. It was just like, a, you know, there's those moments where you can just, when you're watching something and then you can just do the whole... <sighs> and just watch and just just really be absorbed in their performance. Yeah. And that really was my reaction to watching Electra's contemporary modern dance. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, I agree with you. It was like a nice palate cleanser after some of the campier or like more intense stuff that went before it. We've never seen anything like this on Drag Race before. So it was really nice and nice, different than usual. nice. I like the vibe of it because obviously I don't have the dance references that you do. And I'd like to hear you talk a bit more about the technical aspects. But like from a pop cultural point of view, I was getting kind of like floaty, white witch, Stevie Nicks, Misty Day kind of vibes. You know, she's she's dancing in nature kind of thing and i really enjoyed it i felt she made me feel something what did you think the beginning was very very a calming kind of like oh anticipation Mm. and then it went into the dance yeah and then it became more emotional Mm -hmm. then the part where she's that struggle 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 and then it ends back in the beginning where you're just very very back at calm and back at ease I don't know if she's trying to talk about her her journey I in think the it was show. That. Yeah. Walking in there and then finding out, oh my god, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. It's a big fight for mm-hmm. me. Um uh she's rolling, she's doing all these amazing technical things, and she's trying to find it in a pace. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, dance and especially modern dance is what you take from it as a viewer as well. Yeah. We did see a lot of things. We, we saw Grand Tate, we saw um Jete, it wasn't an yes. Alice Account because she had her leg um stuck in a passage. So that was a uh fuetes. Mm-hmm. We saw leaps or kicks, we saw leaps, we saw tricks. Yeah. It was a good display of technique. It really was. If someone had a critical eye like Abby Lee Miller, you would say <laughs> things like um, the arms and the fuetes and the shinnes. You would say things like she should have held the, the um, when she did the back, mm-hmm. when she rolled and came up and that yeah. lovely split. She should have held that longer and held the picture before she came fully up. Things like that, but... To everyone else, they're just going to see such a beautiful, like, you know, when you think of a scarf yeah, and you see that silk scarf dancing in the wind, I think that's what I think of yeah, it was when I see this dance. And, yeah. It was free. It was just, uh, it was a very, ah. I do love how you said somebody like Abilene Miller would say, like, I would never say something like that. I would like never that. say, I would never <laughs> critique the arms and the hands and the... I respect all these queens, yeah, for all doing something a little bit different. None of them just relied on like a straight kind of like, yeah, this is my new single, drag remix kind well, of. They can't like, because they ain't got a remix yet. Girl, they, they might have singles. They might, they might do. So it was all a little bit different. I enjoyed that. Now, before we go on to the runway, tell me your hierarchy. 
I would say that the number one would be, for me, mm-hmm. it would be, number one is maybe Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Go off, say. Scarlet. And then I would say I liked Electra, and then Kita, and then it would be Art Simone, and the bottom, obviously, is Karen. I agree with you almost completely. Just based on my personal preference, I'm going to swap round. Thanks, Alexa. Alexa, we ain't talking to you, girl. (laughs) Sit your ass down and shut the hell up. I'm going to swap round Electra and Scarlet just based on my personal feelings when I watched it. It's not technical. It's not It's not objective. It's my personal feeling. And then, I'd, yeah, by all means... Then... The only reason why I put Scarlet above um, Electra mm-hmm. is because at a drag show, I'm not looking to be... And put in the space that Electra put me in. She put me in a really calming. But like, hell no, I want drinks. I want mm. I want energy. After this, I'm going out clubbing. She'll put me to sleep. I and think, no, this no, is, I think that, that would go down so well in the middle. A club with a big stage. and Like as a palate cleanser in the middle, it would, it would go down so well. Have the high energy performances sure, on either side. That, but that's how I feel. And that's how you feel. And we're different <laughs> people, aren't we? So, yeah. so continue with your wrong list. <laughs> we're agreeing that Scarlet and Electra top, key to middle... Art and Karen are at the bottom. Let's see if the runways make a difference. Pure white couches, limos, fashion. Did I already say it fashion? That was was nice. Thank you. It was nice. It was different. It was unnecessary. I don't need auto tune. Thanks. (laughs) Um, The runway category is... How's your head? Dress. Headdresses, really, isn't uh-huh. it? Okay. And the first queen to walk down is Karen for finance. What do you reckon? I think this is really beautiful. Karen doesn't say it herself, but to me, it's like a really, really direct reference to a look that Lucille Ball wore in Siegfried Follies. Um, yeah. 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 Tip of my tongue. The MGM. I, was, I was about to say it. It was like this MGM musical with like a ridiculous budget and it was to showcase all of their stars. And Lucille, there's this whole like extravagant pink ostrich feather scene and Lucille Ball wears a headdress like exactly like this. The dress is different. She wears more of a kind of midi length dress. I think this is actually a really gorgeous look on Karen. I think her shape is beautiful. I love the headdress. It's very drag. And mm-hmm. I love that the biggest thing is the actual headpiece. Yes. It's such a prominent feature yeah it was giving me horton like dr seuss yeah yeah it was yeah. really giving me dr seuss it's very that like you know where the wild people are but it's mm. like where the drag queens are i think that's it this is monstrosity on a drag level and it's fabulous it's a really pretty monstrosity uh next up karen from no karen from finance we just finished her art from simone sorry <laughs> it's art from simone <laughs> Art Simone, I love the butterfly ethics. Mm-hmm. I mean, it got me. I was like, wow, magic. You know, every mm-hmm. last week we had a butterfly reference from Kida and Asia, Asia like had a heart attack. Yeah. Th- this week we got another butterfly and now she's in rehab. And we've I had mean, butterflies on uh, Drag Race España. They're all the rage. Everyone just literally Asia know there's ways of doing it without actually killing them. Without getting reported to Peter, yeah. actually, Asia. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Uh, to me, I think this is actually a really direct reference to Alexander McQueen. Um, Sarah Burton from McQueen did, I think it was a couple of years ago, this collection mm-hmm. that was like kind of like these deconstructed dresses with like flower Absolutely. Motifs, motifs going down it. Motifs. Also, there are some earlier McQueen dresses that are like hessian with flower, flowers on them. So it's beautiful. And it was like a very, very like Philip Treacy-esque headpiece. Yeah. 
Yeah. Agree. I, it's also giving me Ashton Kutcher butterfly effect. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't you think butterfly? Yeah, I, I really feel like that's probably an inspiration. I, I think, you know, I can't also, look at her without thinking of Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, and Mariah Carey butterfly. Yeah. I think all of these are just an amalgamation and a combination. Yeah. And, and um, I think that inspired her outfit. The Very Hungry Caterpillar as well. Caterpillar? Caterpillar. Put that wine down, girl. What the hell are you talking about? It's a podcast. We're professionals. Professional. I like the look. It's very woodland nymph very woodland nymph yeah, yeah. thank you she could have stepped you. out of um, the wood nymph for that silent movie now means walking down giving me fembot camp realness mm-hmm. I love the sailor moon LED yeah uh, nice moment when it lit up yeah, yeah. it's I, I like it it's very it's nice it's nice. It's it's um, impressive that we could see the lights under the studio lights. You know, Ginger Minj fell afoul of that in All Stars, remember? Um, again, we yeah, kind of see Because this... that could have saved that outfit. Oh, God, it was awful, actually. <laughs> Poor Ginger. We'll see We'll see a lot better from Ginger, I think, in All no, Stars. No, we haven't, six. because we saw no, her we... entrance look. It was disgusting. I love that entrance look, and I will fight you. Tom, you... It's camp. It's drag. She's a glamotoad. No, it's not camp. It's not drag. Can we get back trash. to Ketamine, please? Um, we do see this every season where we do see like the Mugler, Fembot, Corset, Raj has done it, um, tasted it. It's been done a lot, but this is really good. It's really effective. Mm. I think she looks gorgeous. I love her shape. The LED hair tendrils, they remind me of, you've seen Fifth Element? Yes. You know, the uh, blue opera diva lady. Yes. She's got that kind of like, you know, pipe dreads thing going on. Um, beautiful. I think this is fantastic and so much fun on the runway. She's also wearing drag Volcano's shoes. Which she borrowed I, them. She which, did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're friends. They're yeah. friends. Uh, Scarlett Adams. Wow. This is really beautiful. Oh, this is a finale outfit it is actually this is an outfit that you wear to the finale it looks really expensive it really is, expensive this is opulence again like she opulence actually, pure opulence opulence she owns everything it's funny she actually mentions uh Siegfeld follies which i think karen is more directly referencing but i think scale has taken slightly more abstract inspiration from um, but really, really beautiful. What a headpiece. The movement and the colour and the, the spa. This is very expensive. It's very expensive. This is this is probably the look of the season. This, the dress is very like Mackie Valentino. Oh my gosh. This She looks like a woman. It is. This I, is drag perfection. I can't say anything bad about this. This is a beautiful look. It's a lovely. I love it. I mm-hmm. mean... Yeah, now, as she walked down the runway, the way that the the ostrich feathers kind of blew, it was it was very similar with Karen. Actually, it's very very gorgeous to see on the runway. Electra, so Electra, obviously, she's like paying tribute to some of her favorite musicals, isn't she? It's like an amalgamation of Ca- Ch- Cabaret, Chicago. Chicago, and the swing is Moulin Rouge. Liza, 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 Liza. <laughs> look, Mama, it's me, Liza. <laughs> Well, Alexis Michelle entered the room then. Yeah, it's very cabaret. It's very cam. And I have to say, it's probably the best we've seen the lecture look. Fully agree. Her makeup looks really pretty. And this is a concept as well, which I don't think we've really seen from Electra before. Actually, no, I think she's been building Was over that the a weeks. read? <laughs> I'm, I'm quite that a comfortable saying that Electra's had some of the worst looks of the season. Mm. Their, own, their own weight isn't her strength. But this is gorgeous. Yeah. Um... And yeah, the whole swing thing gives it a concept, makes it camp. It's a really, really clever way of incorporating the headpiece. Thing is, if she tries to sit on that, she'll just, she'll fall down. 
You don't know, Tom. We don't know. We don't know that for sure. She's, she's a dancer. She can hold her core. She can make it look like she's <laughs> fine. Okay? Thank you. I think she looks very camp, very very beautiful. Even her makeup. The makeup to the glitz and the glam. And then the swing. Just giving her the element of drag elevation that we haven't seen from her ever. Definitely. This is easily the strongest runway of the season because there are no letdowns here. I like it. It's okay, Tom. We've seen it all. We've seen these outfits. We've seen the performance. Give me your... I only want you to give me who you want to win, your top one. And I want you to tell me who's lip-syncing. I find this quite easy. My my heart, my heart and my want, so I'm going to say it, is I want Electra to win this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the bottom two are going to be Art and Karen. Okay, cool. I believe your Art, Art and Karen are absolutely in the bottom. Mm-hmm. The, the winner this week... I feel it's going to be Scarlet. It could go, I wouldn't be angry if it went to Scarlet or if it went to um, Electra. Electra. Mm-hmm. But if we went down, if, if we even gave both of the performances first equal, mm-hmm. when we look at this outfit, it's a clear winner. It is. It is. Scarlet is the clear winner. It's not just better than Electra's. It's the best outfit on that runway. It's the best outfit of the season so far. Let's see if what they think. I want to talk my truth, okay? I want to hear your truth. We've seen the rest of the show. I want to, I think halfway through the rest of the judging and the announcements, I I almost said I don't want to do, I don't want to carry on doing Drag Race Down Under Uh because there was just so much riggery. What I want to say is the winner was Scarlet and I, yeah, I agree 100%. What I don't agree with is that the bottom two was Keita and Electra, because there is no way on this earth. Maybe am I not putting enough emphasis on the looks? No, because all the looks are of a high standard this week, and nobody, apart from like Scarlet and maybe, I mean, Arts was beautiful. All the looks were very, very good this week. There wasn't, I think the looks should only really count if it's a real clunker. What I do want to say is that, like, first of all, there's two things to judge here it's the talent show, and then it's the runway. And the reason that they justified putting Electra in the bottom is because in the talent show, she didn't look great. But there was another part of the decision making, which was the runway, which you can give all your looks. So it's not like she didn't give a look. She gave a talent and she gave a look. She did. Let's look at Karen from Finance, who gave a look two times. And made a balloon. That's not talent. You can learn that on a YouTube tutorial in five minutes. It, what it was, what was done by Electra is years of training and discipline. Absolutely, absolutely. You can make an art balloon on a YouTube tutorial yeah. in five minutes. I mean, go if you no, I don't Electra gave an emotional dance performance that we enjoyed a lot and we placed her high. There's no way I I don't know how I don't know who she's sleeping with on the panel. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. In, I don't know in what Australia, who she lets down of, who who does the production let down if Karen doesn't go far. But it's crazy to me. It's crazy. But Karen from Finance is by far the weakest contestant on the show. Not the weakest drag queen. No. I am saying she is the weakest 
contestant on the show. She may be an amazing drag queen. She must be. She has such a great following, but, but know, I don't see it. It makes me like feel bad. For, I know for a fact now that Art and Karen are going to get loads of abuse hurled at them online, which is inexcusable. Which is good for Kira. Kira, <laughs> we. I'm going to say like I don't. I, I think I'm very, very. I try to stay off. Like I'm the team. I'm that team. Mm-hmm. I am a hundred percent. Team Kita. I, I'm going to tell you with absolute certainty now, because they're going to take the fan vote into account. The only queen who can win now is Kita. Oh, Be- just so you know, um, Kita Mean and Electra Lip Sync. The and then I mean, the winner of the Lip Sync was given to um, Kita Mean, where I actually would have given it to Electra, in all honesty. Electra won the Lip Sync, but I don't think the storyline called for that it's crazy bullshit that they're in the bottom in the first place it should have been art and karen exactly and i've got a soft spot for art simone so that you know and i'm saying that she she was the weakest i want the karen to go home period she should have gone home many many weeks ago it's anyway so there we are the only person that can win is ketamine why scarlet's got the scandal with racism there's no way that they should crown she's got three so we do know Especially from recent seasons. It used to be in the first few seasons, you know, best track record equals the winner. It's not like that anymore. Scarlett's got three wins now. Rue's too shrewd to let somebody with a public backlash against them win. Scarlett's not going to win. She's got the best track record with the most wins. That's fine. She's not winning. Karen has one of the worst track records going into Karen! Uh, I mean, she's not, even a, she's not even a contestant for the crown, can we be honest? Art, even though I really actually love, I love a lot of what Art puts out into the world. I think she's very inventive. I think she's really quirky. Um, she can't be allowed to win as a returning queen again, who's re- received a backlash and had a push to the end. She's well, in the bottom two this week. If it's not Kida Mean, my next win would go to Art Simone. Yeah, she's the only unproblematic one. Kita is an interesting episode for Kita. Like we were, we were both expressed disappointment that she named Electra on the runway. Um, I. Th- think it was a hard decision for her to make. I think she felt compelled to be truly honest so about she, caliber she of drag. Electra as they, you know, the question was asked, who should go home? And mm. they all said Electra. I do think Kita this- should have should have stuck to her sister and said Ah oh, or Karen. I think I, I don't know what I've said in the past, but if my friend was on the show, and even if they were the weakest, I wouldn't say them. But yeah. afterwards, I'd go to the back and go, girl, you know that you are the weakest. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say your name because you're my sister, <laughs> yeah. but you need to step your game up. So when we're on Drag Race together... I won't say your name on the stage, <laughs> but behind the scenes, I'd be like, okay, look, I, I want to get hate, but step your shit up. It's okay, because I'll never be in the bottom two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be Anka Del Rio, wow. that shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was a, a, a an emotional. I like the fact that it's, it's still clear that Keita and Electra have that bond. Electra said, "This is the queen that's nurtured me and has given me a career, so I have respect for her." And they had an emotional hug at the end of the lip sync. Well, it's kind of like a backtracking, isn't it? Because in the sense that, like Keita, I, I feel Keita should not have said her sister's name. I think Kita was conflicted. I think her heart wanted... What, what, conf- what, what conflict? Karen was in the room. Absolutely. absolutely. There's no conflict, Kita. But still, still, you know, Electra's been in the bottom the most technically. technically. Why am I yelling? <laughs> I know, because we feel emotional. Because yeah. we're, both, we're both angry that Kita and Electra were in the bottom. It should have been Art and Karen. And I'm slapping my thigh in anger. That is how much anger I am feeling. How, how many lives does Karen have? More than any cat that we possess. I, yeah... 
I hope Karen ever listens to this podcast because, like, I've not been kind. I've, I've done it. Yeah, I've not been kind. We've not been with, unkind. With good we've reason. Honest. With good reason. We've not said anything unkind. What have Scarlet I said that was wrong? I've, I've not lied. I've not said anything wrong. I would say it to your face. Tell me the lie, girl. Yeah. I'm going to compose a really angry Instagram about Electra's exit now. Okay, yeah. that's what cool. I'm about to do. Yeah. Do it now while you're drunk. While I'm don't drunk sober up. In my feelings. Don't, don't, don't take a walk and think it through. <laughs> do it right now, while okay? While I'm on my second drink and in my feelings. <laughs> yeah, listen. Mm. Everyone, thank you for listening to another podcast uh, from Spilling the Gene Tea. The only reason you should be watching Drag Race Down Under. Next week is the finale. Should we cover it? Should we bother? We will. We will. We've got a duty to our fans. Our fans around the world from Mauritania to Japan. And so many fans down under. Everyone, thank you so much for your continued uh, continued listenership. Uh, for listening. Yes. Just say talk. <laughs> Just say talk. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed what we give, at least, because we ain't enjoying what we're watching most of the time. I know it's for a, a fact we're going to get messages from some of the guys who send us messages being like, bullshit, Vivian, bullshit. Because that's what it was. That's all I saw. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's Drag Race Espana, which will be dropped out tomorrow. So well, please indeed. get your dose of Down Under now before you listen to the Espana version Can tomorrow. Can we just say, guys, anybody who's not given Drag Race Espana a spin, please do. It's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, we're there, so you should be Absolutely. there too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And also, if you haven't written us a review and you would like to, please do so on the platform that you Helps are choosing so much, to listen guys. to. Or you can go on to podchaser.com. Thank you very much. And we'll see you guys next time. Next time, this is Bolo. I'm Dr. Tom. See you soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye.